This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. I'm ready. Hi. Um, we're back for another episode of How I Met Your Friends. How I Met Your Friends. Yeah. Um... Today is Sunday. We're back on our normal recording day, so you'll hear this on Thursday, but hi. Hope Hello. your weekend went well. Um, so, Kathleen, any news from the last week that you want to share? Anything fun or just um, I officially of have travel dates for California. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yes, you do. So, we're yes. going to be doing some calendar work. Yes. And then, you know, the holidays are right around the corner, so we are... Getting ready for Thanksgiving, obviously. So I'm getting ready to deep dive into pies. Oh, mm. do you have like mm. an idea of what you're making? Mm-hmm. Can I come help you? You can come hang out with me. You cannot help. Oh, are you that way in the kitchen? Yeah. But we did so well when we did our cooking not with videos. Pies. Oh my, you guys shouldn't see the look of seriousness she's giving and me right not, now. It's not a joke. Can I make a request for a flavor? Sure. Um, I would really love like a... Mm, like a pecan pie with like bourbon in it or something. Okay, I want to tell you that number one pie is pecan pie with candied bacon and bourbon. Oh, so is that his request? Oh yeah, he. Sometimes he was... I wish that like I had met him first. <laughs> I <well>. mean, <laughs> uh, snooze you lose. But true story. Um, I told him one year, I was like, I'm going to put bacon in the pie. And he looked at me like I was batshit fucking crazy. And I was like, okay, cool story, bro. I'm going to make the pie. You can eat it and then tell me what you think. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's amazing. Didn't Candied he... bacon. Didn't he give you grief one time about candying bacon in general when we were at your other house? He's like, you're going to burn it. It's not going to be good. And then you did it and he was like, oh, this is great. Like just pieces yeah, of bacon. I think that was for the pie. Boy just doesn't know what's good for him. Yeah, and it's listening to me all the time. True story. Um, Um, I'm going to admit to our listeners that more often than not, I should be listening to Kathleen. (laughs) (laughs) Kathleen is the uh, voice of reason for a lot of things that I get myself into. Well, it's because... Okay, I'll be the voice of reason for you, but then I'll turn around and do the same bullshit for me. Right. So, who needs to listen to Kathleen here? Right. Maybe it's Kathleen. It's true. We're, we're both... We're ter- um, everyone's terrible at listening to themselves, though, don't you think? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, isn't that, like, a pretty common yeah. Um, trait? Yeah. Yeah. So, you Should want me to make you a pecan pie for your Thanksgiving? Oh, I mean, I just want pieces of it. You don't have to give me, like, a whole Oh, I was going to make you guys a pie for Thanksgiving. I mean, you could do that. I could help you buy the ingredients, and then you could make it for me, because I don't You know bake. how Jamie does cookies? Yes. I'm going to... I'm pies. Were you going to give them away or try and sell them? No, I'm only making them for people I like. Oh, she makes a lot of cookies, though. Oh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay. Is there but a friend like, of ours? Didn't we talk about this last year? No, maybe not, because I was still in Portland. No, we did. Our friend made, like, 2,000 cookies last year. She is batshit crazy. It's, like, um, one of the main things it's that what she, she does. does. And she so, makes, like, platters of cookies for people. And so um, I was just over at her house a couple weeks ago, and, and 
I had said something. I was like, well, how are you going to make cookies in this kitchen? Because it's a completely different oh, layout. that's right. And it's fine. She's like, oh, I'm going to put this table here and I'm going to do this. And the girls are going to... She's already got a plan. And it's fucking... At this point, it was late September, mid-October. Wow. Yeah, mid-October, actually. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so she does that and I'm making pies... Uh, only for people I like. No, that's not, that's not entirely true. Um, there are a couple stipulations, like you have to be local and like able to get it because pie does not hold as well as cookies. So you can't like ship it. You can't like really, well, I mean, you can't freeze it, but I've frozen them and like I froze them and I shipped them to Trevor's mom one year and my mom one year, but like, I don't know what the end result of that was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so okay. I'm going to make like six types of pie. They have vanilla beans, like real organic vanilla beans at Costco right now. You should. If you want some, I can get you some. Okay. Well, I also need start. that to make some vanilla extract. So I was going to make that as well. Mm-hmm. And then... With bourbon or vodka? Vodka. Mm, I'm going to make mine with bourbon. Okay. We need to talk about that too because I definitely cool. want to do that and I have a ton of bottles for it. Um, so do I. Well, I've got mason jars yeah no so. but i've got like the flip top yeah. metal yeah can't not canning bottles do you know what i mean yeah yeah okay um, so let's talk yes yeah, so we're i think i'm actually excited for thanksgiving and christmas this year and it's mostly because of milo yeah and i already got him his christmas present yes you did and it's in my house and my mom is gonna kill me because it's gonna you know live there the box is gonna live there for the next two months I and mean, then I might- your sister is gonna kill you no, she already knew. I know. But it is a joking. big thing. Like, once it gets put together, it's going to be a little bit big in her in her little apartment. Um, this is always a, a difficult time for our family because my grandpa passed right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandma passed three days after Christmas. So yeah. we just have a lot where it's kind of like, um, it's just an extra reminder. And that's always a bummer just to think like you wish that they were at the table with you. I mean, I know everybody wishes that about family. It was just that first Thanksgiving after my grandpa passed. And of course the Christmas that my grandma passed just didn't really feel like no, it the was, holidays it at was all. It was different. just terrible. So, and, um, I will tell everyone I lost my dog this week. Um, the dog that we'd had for 15 years and, who I thought might even make it to 17 years old. Yeah. Um, just decided on Wednesday that he was tired and um, we think he possibly had a stroke, but either way, he just was, he was over it. Um, so yeah. we took him in and so that was pretty rough. My my week has been, I haven't posted very much on social media. I haven't, like, I keep forgetting things I'm supposed to be doing for work. So that's not great. I'm going to get my to-do list back in order because... Yeah. But you know what? You know. It, sometimes you just need to take a little bit of time yeah. and just so process. The other, well, so as most of you who have listening, who are listening know, Buddy actually was here for an episode because he had to go to Portland That's with right. me. And then on the way out. back, he just laid on the floor and took a nap because he was not enjoying the car ride. He, he was probably too old for me to be taking him on a three hour drive each way. Um, but yeah, I will but say this. He's a good road he dog. He was a good boy. He just laid in the back seat and snoozed. Um, the little dog has been out of his goddamn mind, like calm and gentle. Really? And like maybe because he's sad. I think he's super sad. Yeah. Like, 
he was screaming bloody murder when we left with Buddy because I had to carry him to the right. car. And Luke was like, I don't understand. You, why why are you I carrying go? Buddy and yeah. why can't I go? So mom took him to run errands yesterday and he was his normal like rowdy and barky and honk. he makes this honking goose noise when you put his collar on him. But it was the first time that we put his leash collar without somebody else's leash to chew on. Because remember when he oh, chewed right. through Buddy's leash yeah. at... Uh-huh. The pub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Luke is a little terrorizer. I mean, he is actually a terrier, and that's the joke that we make is that he terrorizes people. Um, it's a pretty accurate joke. He's like, he he's is a not sweet boy, though. always my favorite dog because he can just be a little shithead. But he has been like, he just walks up to me and very lightly will lick me on the hand, almost kind of like, may, may I sit next to you right now? May, may I lick your hand? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, you can. Like, oh. yeah, you can. And I, you know, because he's just, like, sometimes he barks at me for no reason. Or he barks at the neighbors or a squirrel in the backyard. He hasn't, like, barked once. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of like, well, that's actually almost worse. Like, yeah, he knows too, and it's just so sad. So um, we are a dog-loving family over here. So just, you know, losing pets is never. No, it's not fun. It's just the worst thing. Mm-hmm. You ever have to do like they just give you all the love that they possibly could because yeah. they don't know anything else. No, they're just. I mean, even the most obnoxious dogs that I've house sat for or you know lived with for short periods of time because of friends are still actually you know the really sweetest. Great. Yeah, they just need manners and rules and structure. Um, so. Let's get on to some fun and more lighthearted topics, and we're going to get into our two episodes tonight. So um, let me get to my notes because I'm sorry I was not quite prepared. So um, let's see. Friends episode five is called um, The One with Frank Jr., so, as we know from previous a previous episode, um, when Phoebe hits that little dog, um, she does meet her younger half-brother. So, um, this episode starts with uh, Joey in his apartment, and he's basically turned it into, like, a wood shop. A little lumber factory. Yeah. Not factory, lumber yard. Yeah. So, there's, you know, pieces of, like, particle board and, and everything everywhere, and Chandler comes in and is like what are you doing? And he's like, well, you know, I was going to make us a male cubby. And then I decided to make us a whole entertainment unit with its own male cubby. And, and Chandler's just like, um, <sighs> yeah. no, we didn't, we didn't, we need, didn't need this. That. And we so we just needed like a little table. Yeah. Right like by a the door. Yeah. Um, which you could have gotten at Ikea. Um, <laughs> I love Ikea. Um, oh, you did that. Yes. Yeah. That was the, what I shared. Yeah, yeah. Cause that was from a couple years ago. Um, so then we see that Joey is wearing these super tight jeans. And on first glance, you might think that they're Wranglers because they do have they, like they, a, they a label. Are, they are tight. They are tight, but they are really dark washed and a little more embellished, I feel like, than Wranglers. And Joey admits that they are a brand called Sergio Valenti. And he says they're his old work pants. So I assume that maybe he did construction he did before. Some, he did he some handy stuff. tried to get into acting, you know, real hard. And then... Chandler decides he's going to go to his room, opens his door. It only opens like halfway and he trips because a 
Saw has gotten away from Joey and he sawed Chandler's door in half or two thirds. It's really you... funny. Uh, okay, and then we see um, Phoebe outside of the coffee shop. She's waiting for her brother, and Rachel comes out to talk to her. And you know, Phoebe's just like, "I don't have a mom anymore. I don't have my sister, and I don't talk. My and, dad's gone, right?" And, and she's and like, "I just really sleeping hope a lot lately. Gram- yeah, grandma's sleeping a lot." And so she's like, I just really hope that this works out. So there's, like, a lot of pressure. And she's like, but thank you for waiting out here with me, Rachel. And Rachel's like, actually, Gunther told me you can't have the coffee mug out here. (laughs) It, like, even says Central Perk, which none of the mugs ever do. Yeah, it says. And so, what? It says, yeah. So we're going to need that, by the way. We're going to need some Central Um, Have you seen the Central Perk mug? Christmas ornaments. That's supposedly at Target, but then our Target doesn't have some, of the same don't. stuff that other Targets do. Well, we should we just should go, go to Target.com. Okay. Um, so, in the coffee shop, uh, Chandler asks a weird question. He says, "Is you know, does do you think David Copperfield is hot? And Monica makes fun of him. But it turns out it's because Janice, Janice likes David Copperfield and has put him on her freebie list. And so this is the first time... That we hear this, I think, in like a pop culture um, context. And now I think it's like a pretty common. Um, there's even a joke about it on um, Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment 23. There's a oh, fabulous yeah. reference to James Vanderbeek. Um, but so you can have five celebrities that if you meet in real life, your significant other cannot get upset with you if you have the chance to sleep with them. Cool, bro. So Chandler's are Kim Basinger. Uh, Cindy Crawford, Halle Berry, Yasmin Bleeth, Baywatch, and Jessica Rabbit. Rachel makes fun of him and is like, um, she's a cartoon and way out of your league. <laughs> and Chandler goes, yeah, I just want to make her eyes do that thing, like yeah. pop out of her head. So um, they're kind of joking and somebody asks Rachel and without much thought at all, she lists off uh, Chris O'Donnell. JFK Jr., when he, oh, JFK Jr., when yeah. he was still around. Daniel Day-Lewis, Sting, which is funny, and Parker Stevenson. St- uh, Sting which, is funny because he's going to... tantric gonna, sex. Well, and sure, he's but he's also going to come up later. He's going to come up be, as a, like a, a not-seen character on right. the show. Um, but they go... And so Ross goes Spider-Man, and she goes, no, Hardy Boy. And so he was thinking Peter Peter Parker. Parker. And Chandler immediately says Peter Parker. So if you knew none of those references, you would be so lost in that little one-off conversation. This is true. This is a... So this is unfortunately a very dated... I will say that, like, Kim Basinger, Cindy Crawford, Halle Berry, Yasmin Bleeth, all very attractive women. All still very attractive women. I would say Chris O'Donnell, very attractive dude. Loved him in, um... What was the one with Minnie Driver? Um... No idea. Oh, they're in Ireland. And they're in school together. Crap. It's based on a Maeve Benchy um, novel. Anyway, I don't necessarily agree with Daniel Day-Lewis. He's not my cup of tea. Sting when he was younger. Amen. I knew who Parker Stevenson was, though, because A, he was on the original Baywatch, and B, I knew who he had played on the Hardy Boys in the 70s. Oh, yeah. And then we also talked about this on the other podcast Mm -hmm. because we were talking about the Hardy Boys in pop culture, and I reminded Allison that Parker Stevenson had been brought up on Friends. Right. So this is a very dated reference to someone who was a kid during the 70s. When he was a Hardy Boy, yes, and he was super cute in that show. 
So then they ask Ross, and Ross says that he's going to need a lot of thought. And you can just see everyone like, of course, of you, course are. you are. And they ask Monica, and she's like, first I need a boyfriend, then, then I, can I can play the game. List. And she's, she's bitter. She's bitter Betty right now. A little bit. Well, yeah, super bitter Betty. Um, oh, that is a super cute ornament. for. I like the Christmas tree, though, for six bucks. Well, yeah, but that's not Central Park. I know. Um, so then Phoebe brings in Frank. Um, once again, played by the ever-adorable Giovanni Ribisi. He's just precious. He's so cute and dorky and everything. So she in- introduces him to everyone, and he, like, freaks out over Monica and Rachel, like, you know, basically exclaiming that they're attractive. And he looks at the boys, and he's like, how do you get anything done? And Chandler goes, like, <laughs> we, 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 we don't. don't. But it doesn't necessarily have to do with the girls being hot. They just don't do anything they don't but yeah um and so then frank's like well you know i want to go down to times square and look for ninja stars and my friend wants me to take a picture of a hooker and chandler's like we really really don't don't take take, we we don't get out much yeah we don't want to take advantage of our city um i feel that way about ben sometimes like when my sister and i went to one of the things, the the 4th of July parade and then down to the park for food. And we were like hanging out with Buddy and, yeah. and the baby. And I was just kind of like, I haven't done this. I didn't do it in Portland most of the no. time. I was like, man, I really should just come to Drake Park. Like one of the days that I had Milo for like the whole day and night, we just went and did a loop around the park. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, he likes the cannon. Yeah. He's like pointing like, t- like he wanted to go. I'm like, you can't go over there. Um... So then back in the guy's apartment, uh, Chandler's in his room. It looks like he must have been reading a book, like kind of fell asleep. And all of a sudden a drill comes through the wall. It's a, it's a, everything is so weird about this. It's such a long drill. Like it's like a concrete drill. It's it's, like a, it's a super long drill, but also that doesn't seem like the sitting spot in Chandler's room. And he's got his head up against, it just doesn't look like you would sit there and relax and read a book when you've got a perfectly good recliner or two in the living room plus a couch like it just doesn't make yeah. sense to me why he would be sitting right there I don't, yeah that's true but that's how the story goes that's so how the story that they is. can drill his head so he comes running out and Chan- and joey goes did i get you and chandler's like if you get me you kill me yeah and he's like do you or do you not want this entertainment unit and he's like i do not want it well you should have told me now because it or you should have told me sooner it's too late now but what? It's not. He could stop. He could yeah. just take everything apart. So um, he go- Joey goes over to Monica's and Chandler tries to slam his door and slams the front part or the top part, but then has to slam the bottom part because, because it's it, like a it's like a reverse um, farmhouse door. Do you remember those? Like a Dutch door? Yeah, that's what I'm, where the top is like a window and you can open it and then, yeah. Is that a Dutch door? Okay. I didn't know that's what it was actually called. I yeah. only ever thought of them as like they're in a farmhouse. Yeah, they totally are. Yeah. Um, I love them. We had one at the big house and I loved it. And like that is on my dream list. Yeah. And if the back door didn't have a window, I probably would have been like, hey, could we, can we, make like, it? Can we talk uh, about a Dutch door? But the other thing too is that there's not really a screen process for that. Like you just have an open door. That's true. Which we did the first summer that we were out here. Just left the doors open for good but reasons. Lots of bugs. Lots so of bugs. much bugs. So um, we're we're talking screen doors for next year. So Joey offers. So Monica makes fun of Joey's pants and says something about 1982. And Joey offers to redo her bathroom floor, and she's like, "What's wrong with my bathroom floor?" And, and he's he like, says, well, it's 
dirty just, and discolored. Di- it's just dingy. Yeah. And she's like, no, uh, it's not. Do you know who I am? Right? Like, so offended. And so they go in there and they move her hamper and you and they see what the floor used to look like. Hey, things wear out, man. That doesn't mean that they're actually dirty. Like, she probably scrubs that with, like, a little brush. Also, it's Monica. You think she doesn't move the hamper to do some cleaning? And so, right. Yeah. So she's, like... I mean, she's no Kathleen scooting around the edges here. (laughs) So she's, like, super upset. And so he starts to pull up the old tiling, thinking that it's just going to pull up really easily. Well, no. It's glued down, as most tile is... Yeah. Should be. And so... And he just gouges, like, the center of it. He doesn't yeah, go to the side. Yeah, he doesn't go to, like, a corner. Or... He goes right in the middle. And so she's like, you can't leave a hole right here. And he puts the toilet brush holder or something over it right in the middle of the floor. Now, here's what I noticed, though. And I think it's going to take a while to get to any of these. But let's keep this in the back of our head like we have with the flowers on the That we thing. haven't we, really gone I back to, to. No, but I meant to notice today, I, and yeah. I didn't. So. I've been kind of noticing, but not saying anything. Yeah. Um, the toilet in Monica's bathroom, like the whole setup of Monica's bathroom is different than it will be in some later episodes. And this is one of those things that I absolutely like drives me crazy sometimes because we've had this conversation about Chandler and Joey's bathroom where how far away is the tub from the door because then we're going to see Monica and Chandler use it. In the tub. Right. And then we're going to see Chandler in Monica's bathtub taking a bubble bath with his big boat, Mm -hmm. you know, later. Everything is totally different about each of the bathrooms and it's just one of those things that I wish I feel like it happens in how I met your mother though because the bathroom in the boys apartment feels like it's in a different spot and then all of a sudden you realize it's just down that little hallway and then one time it feels like the toilet and then all of a sudden you can see Lily sitting on the toilet and then I'm just saying there's different ones but friends does it friends the bathroom to me both bathrooms change way more over the seasons than other ones but they are it's you know it's just one of those things about tv making that sometimes i'm like wait can't you can't you keep it the same or yeah anyway um so phoebe uh and frank are at her house trying to kind of bond it doesn't go well no um like, I love this storyline for establishing Phoebe having more family and he's going to come back in later and then there's going to be a huge storyline with Frank. Right. But I don't like this whole... It's so uncomfortable. I mean, it's super uncomfortable. Right. And I think but it's, it's supposed also, to be. Yeah, because... They here's just a don't know 30, how to... Here's a almost 30-year-old. Yeah. And a teenage... 18. No. Way less than 18. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking like 17. No, because... she said... He said something about buying them alcohol and she's like, I won't. Right. He's way less than 18 because he's 18 when he gets with Alice. Which is only like next season? No. You're, okay. Either way. At any rate, it's We don't awkward. ever actually know well, Frank's... as somebody who has a 15-year difference between a sibling, it's fucking awkward. Oh, that's true. I have nothing to talk about with her. Yeah. Once we get past the, oh, cool, you're in this production and you yeah. know, you're thinking about going to New York for school, like, what do I have in common with her? Yeah. Nothing. I have an 11-year gap between one of my cousins, and it, but then now it's not a big deal, because, right. like, you know, she's right. a doctor, and I'm, like, we just talk about normal shit, but yeah, yeah I get that. but when I was in my 20s, and she was, when I was 28, she was 17. Oh, yeah. So. That's, that's only 11 years. You said 15. She was 14. Okay. Goodness. 
Yeah, yeah. that's huge. Um, so, but they do talk about a few things. Like Phoebe says, can you roll your tongue? And he can, and she does it, but she's not really doing it. She's basically just sticking her tongue out. And then she says, oh, that's right. My mom could, and I couldn't. I can. Am I doing it? You have the smallest tongue ever. Thank you. I don't know if that was a compliment. Yeah. I've been told I have a really small, small mouth by my dentist, which is funny to hear because I talk so much. Okay, stop it's also doing funny it. to hear that you go to the dentist because you hate them. This was the dentist I liked. Oh, though, that's right. When I was in high school and early college, and he was very nice to me. Okay. So they talk about birthdays. Um, this, I think, is the first time we hear Phoebe's birthday. It's the 16th of February, which right. we, I mean, I'm saying we knew, but like, I feel like this is one of the first references to it. It's um, probably the only reference. Well, no, they do go out to dinner for Phoebe's birthday one, yeah. one season. And then. Um, and then he says when his is, and it's in, like, October. October 25th. And then she's like, well, what do you like to do? And he's like, melt stuff. <laughs> she's like, oh. And so then, yeah, like, that's really all she kind of gets out of yeah. him. So then Ross shows up. Um, I think they're at the coffee hop. Coffee house, yes. And so he has three of his five for his five freebie celebrities. So Elizabeth Hurley, who Chandler points out is very forgiving, and this is a reference to the Hugh Grant prostitute issue. Mm. Do you remember this from the 90s? No. Oh, that's right, you sweet little innocent Do you know baby. what I was doing in the 90s? You were in, like, grade school. Yeah, I was riding my bike and playing Lion King. Okay, so for anyone else who was a youngin like uh, Kathleen, and like I said, I would have been, like, 16 by the time this season was on, so I do remember this. So Hugh Grant got caught in a car with a prostitute while he was, like, living with Elizabeth Hurley, Mm, who is one of the most beautiful women. That's not nice. No, and, like, she took him back for a while, and then they split up. And I still love Hugh Grant. You know, do what you got to do. And then he says Susan Sarandon, which Chandler's like, she's really political. You'd probably have to donate to donate something before she'd let you do it. But also Susan Sarandon is great. I love her. Oh, I do too. I think she's just one of the best actresses. And then she is going to be on the show later. Yeah, but Um, not as herself. So no, doesn't really count. Um, And then Isabella Rossellini, who is also a very, very beautiful woman. Um, and so Chandler says, yeah, but she's international. Like, you would never I run into her. I don't think she's that beautiful. Oh, I think if you went and looked at some of her, Maybe. like, previous work or her they as younger. They downplayed it on this he, episode. He says, like, Blue Velvet or whatever it was. Yeah, she's gorgeous. So then back at Phoebe's apartment, um, Frank is melting stuff. And you see him with, like, a plastic spoon and other little, like, pieces and bits of plastic and um, he asks for the phone, and Phoebe's like, oh, oh you want to sure. call? call your mom? And he's like, no, I want to melt your phone. And she's like, um, maybe, maybe right later. Now. So scroll back down. Scroll back down a little bit. Like, she is yeah, gorgeous. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Okay. But you know what? She doesn't have to be my cup of tea. Right? This is true. She's just um, So then uh, later at Monica's... Uh, Frank is out on the balcony, like, practicing something with his ninja stars, and Monica says, what kind of karate is that? And Phoebe goes, no kind. No, it's no kind. He made it up. So Phoebe's not really happy, and she makes a reference to how she wanted it to be really easy and um, connected like Monica and Ross are. 
And Monica explains that she and Ross didn't used to be close. Like, they used to, you know, pick on each other and were really terrible to each other. And, and now they're close. Right. it's totally different. And I feel like, has this already come up about uh, Ross being in the apartment too much when Monica gets mad? And, Ra- and, like, they both go to Rachel, like, I'm not the mom. I'm going to yeah. take a bubble bath. And Monica says this a different time. She's like, when we were kids, I hated you. Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about? Um... I have to admit this. Like, I think we've already kind of mentioned. My sister and I really did not get along as kids, teenagers, even to like our 20s. Until very recently. We just, we are so very different. She still jokes about the fact that I read a book on the way to Disneyland one time. And like, she was annoyed with me that I was reading in the car. Because that's just not her... Like, she doesn't find that enjoyable. When I'm like, dude, if I had absolutely nothing to do and could get my brain to turn off, I would read a book every day, like, all day, every day. Yeah. And so it was that thing of where we, like, could not come to... And also, we didn't live together as kids. Right. But we just could not figure out, like, how do you be friends with someone who you so fundamentally, like, don't have anything in common with? Mm -hmm. And then later it was more like, oh, okay, well, like now we're adults and we do adult things and we talk about adult things. And so we have those things in common and, you know, not going to have kids. And so, and then Milo. And so obviously like things have brought us back, but we've joked before. We're like, man, if we weren't related, like, would we ever be friends? No, because you would have not been friends when you were kids and that would have been the end of the story. And then the end of the story. So it's just kind of funny that Phoebe wants to like fast forward to the good part. Being and and that's and it's not really funny if we all no, want to fast forward to the good you part. You do, but. and and I think she is kind of correct because you don't. You're never going to be like they're not going to beat each other up. They're not that no, kind of siblings. Gonna. They're not that age group anymore. But it's still really hard to relate to someone mm-hmm. you've never lived with, right? Who you could pass on the street and not know who they were, right? So, I mean, I feel for her. Like, it's pretty... I mean, that's exactly what happened when he came back for his condom. She had no idea. <laughs> I'm still not sure if I they know. meant for that they to didn't. be frank. They didn't. Okay. Um, so Chandler comes in and he's super upset. He wants to know where Joey is. He has a pink can lid stuck to his pants. It's actually varnish, but, yeah. you know. And uh, turns out that Joey is not finishing the entertainment center because, because he's... he's tiling Monica's bathroom. And it is beautiful black and white, like, mm-hmm. so, like t- oh, gorgeous. Um, so later at uh, Phoebe's apartment, uh, she and Frank are watching TV. She gets a phone call. Turns out she forgot about a massage client. Um, but the way that she explains it to Frank is that she just needs to go to work. A client is asking for her and no one else can do him. And yeah. Frank is, like, laughing and is, like, you know, what... Are, Wait, do you work at one of those massage parlors? And she's, like, well, we don't call... Oh, yeah, she goes, I'm a masseuse. And he's, like, like, at a parlor? And she goes, well, we don't call it that, but sure. Yeah. She's, like, I give massages and stuff. And it's, like, well, if you hadn't said the and stuff. and No, so, even still, he would have I misinterpreted. Think so and so he, you know, she's, like, well, you can come with me. Oh, yeah, you could get a massage. And he's, like, from you? And she's, like, oh, no. Well, that'd my, be weird. One of my friends. And it'll be on the house. And he's, like, okay, do Rachel and Monica work there? Well, and he, she also says, this is this is the kind of thing that big sisters do, right? And he's and like, he's like no, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> like, the buying the beer is one thing, but not getting you. And so so he's super excited, and they head out to her work. Um, so Monica's bathroom floor is done, and it's lovely, and so she won't let anyone use it because she doesn't want anyone walking on it. Right. And um, 
somebody distracts her and Chandler goes in there. But so Ross came in and he made his list and it's, he laminated it. It's done. So his list is, hold on. I did forget one of them. Um, hold on. I'm done with my list. Okay. Oh, I missed. Oh, I know which one it is. So Uma Thurman, Winona Ryder, Elizabeth Hurley still, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Dorothy Hamill. So he stuck with Elizabeth Hurley and Winona Ryder like they're local. And then um, Rachel says, Dorothy Hamill. And he's like, hey, it's my list. And she goes, uh, you know, she only spins like that on ice. Yeah. It's one of my, like, it is stuck in my head the whole time of, like, it's just a really gross joke. It's very gross. Um, so then at Phoebe's work, uh, one of her coworkers, who we will find out, her name is Jasmine, but since I already knew it. So Jasmine walks in with Frank with his arm, like, behind, behind his him. back. Like, she's, he, you know, he's yelling, she's trying to break my arm, and... He, she, Jasmine tells Phoebe that Frank touched her fanny. And so he's like, wait. Wait, you touched mine. And she goes, that's my job. And he's like, wait, so I, I, I can, can have, have sex with you, you. But I can't touch you. And she goes, what do you think I am, a hooker? And he's like, no, I know it's not called that. I know you're a masseuse. I'm not a cop. I'm not a cop. And so Jasmine's like really upset. And so Phoebe's like, can you just go tell my client I'll be right with him? I'm so sorry. And so then she like, I think she hits she him. She beats on him. She like hits him a little and she like hops around. That's what you thought I did? That's what you thought I did? And so um, Frank's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, we were having such a good time and a great weekend. And Phoebe's like, what are what you? What part was yeah, great. Yeah, what part was great? And he's like, well, when we had those talks about like what I like. And, and I like melting, but, and, and I don't. But I dislike things I dis that don't melt. <laughs> and he goes, um, you know, we went to Times Square and we bought Ninja Stars, and I something with a hooker. And she goes, she's, she's not, not a hooker. hooker. I he, got beat. I got beat up beat by, by a, a hooker. Yeah. And he's like, that's not what I'm gonna tell my friends. Or she, she is when I tell my friends. Yeah. Which I mean, that's fine. I guess like, you know. Um. So then. Uh, he must have, like, headed back. But either way, Phoebe and everybody is at Joey and Chandler's. And they're going to just, they're going to lift this entertainment union. But they can't decide on which number to lift on. Yeah, Joey's like, can we go on two? So, they, yeah, they just keep talking and, like, you know. And they're all holding it. Yeah, heavy thing, not getting lighter. Yeah. Because that, none of them look like they're lifting with their legs. No, not really. <laughs> so then they finally get it up, and sure enough, it's way too long. It covers over half of each of the bedroom doors. Yeah. And so... Um, Chandler, Joey's like, wow, I didn't know it was going to be this big. Yeah, and he's like, maybe my ruler's wrong. Phoebe's like, maybe all of the rulers are wrong. <laughs> and do you think Phoebe was talking about the mathematical equipment, or do you think that she was talking about rulers? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Like, the actual rulers? Yeah, that's the mathematical instrument. Right? Or, I don't know, political rulers? Oh, I don't know. You've gone too far for me now. Yeah, well. Um, but so, Chandler's like, well, it can cover all of your door and none of my door. And he tries to, like, move it just by and he can't, pushing it. And it's so heavy. And then Joey goes, that side is still wet. <laughs> and so, <laughs> While I'm maybe thinking about it. some more clothes of his get ruined. So, 
Um, down in the coffee shop, Rachel delivers what I classified as a super bougie drink. Oh, totally. So it was like... Non-fat, soy milk, easy double hazel, hazelnut, but no foam, but whipped cream, extra hot latte. And she walks away, she's like, freak. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but what's also very impressive is Rachel, the non-remember of uh, things, got that one right. Right? So I mean, good on you. Good job, girl. So then Isabella Rossellini walks in. And everyone's like, oh my gosh. And Ross is like, well, she's not on my list anymore. You know, I, I had to take her off because of what Chandler said. Or anyway, so he's like, well, I should go. Um, I can't talk to her. And, and Rachel's like, I think you should you know go what? for just, it. Just go. go for it. And Monica, so he walks away and Monica goes, you're really okay with this? And she's like, I just wish we had popcorn. And that's exactly what Kata said. She's like, that's the line from the show. <laughs> I'm just sorry we don't have popcorn. Yep. Um. Oh, because she makes fun of him and she goes, honey, it took you 10 years to tell me you liked me. Yeah. So Ross walks over there and like completely embarrasses himself, says, I'll buy your coffee. She already bought it. And Isabella Rossellini is like, aren't you with that girl over there? And Rachel waves. And Ross is like, yeah, but we have have this list. And and I get to choose five people, five celebrities and... I get get to to sleep sleep with with you. you. And she doesn't get mad. And she's just like, what? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, let me see your list. And so he's like, like, but it's it's not complete. And she goes, but it's laminated. And she has a very lovely Italian accent. She's like, it's laminated. And he's like, oh, no, that was. And so he's like, well, I I had to take you off because you were too international. And that's what Chandler said. And Chandler's like, (laughs) and she, he's like, every part of this is We know a writer. And she goes, well, funny, I have this this list of five goofy coffee shop guys that I can sleep with and the other day I replaced you for him and, and points to the, the guy with the guy. bougie drink and so she leaves and Ross just walks over and goes we're, we're just gonna be friends and so and you like, just see Rachel she's like yep that's, no big deal right knew that was gonna happen like my boyfriend's a dork um so then um final scene is Joey tells Chandler that he thinks that he can fit inside of one of the cupboards of the entertainment unit and he like I'll bet you five dollars and Chandler's like fine let's do it and Joey goes get out your checkbook and Chandler's like I, think, I bet I have the cash I bet I have the cash um that would not be me though like I literally don't ever have cash on me I'd be like I can Venmo you <laughs> real quick <laughs> I can Venmo you five dollars and so he gets in and he starts like laughing about it and they shut the door <coughs> excuse me and Chandler puts a hockey puck or a piece of wood or something through it and feeds the five dollars in and joey grabs it and he's like cha-ching he's like well hello mr lincoln and he <laughs> doesn't like, realize that he's been locked inside and he's just like i told you i could drinks are on me haha buddy and chandler just leaves and you hear the door shut and he's just and this is going to come into play I can't remember if it's later this season or early next season, but the entertainment unit and who can fit in it is going to have very bad consequences. Isn't it like in the next few episodes? Maybe not. I can't remember. I can't um, remember. What was the storyline behind? It doesn't matter. It'll come It'll come up pretty quick. Yeah. Anybody who's actually already seen the show knows what we're talking about. Oh, absolutely. So, um, so let's take a quick break and then we will come back and do... Um, How I Met Your Mother, Episode 5, How I Met Everyone Else. I love this one. Okay. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm also Chris. 
and together we do a comedy podcast called Cooking with Grief. Each week we dive into four surprising facts about anything from science to history to the weird world we live in, making jokes about all of it as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also find us on Twitter at Cooking with Grief. No G on cooking. Glitter, apparently, is so unique that it can be effectively used as forensic evidence. The Bank of England's chief economist has urged to start using people's Spotify playlists as a way of measuring the economy. In China, Avengers has been translated as Fulian, or Women's Federation. Not only did the Russians capture the uh, Crimean Peninsula, they also captured some Ukrainian military dolphins. In Pinocchio, and the film becomes a real boy, in the original it ends with a cat and a fox hanging him from a tree. <laughs> and just... Scientists have wiped a snail's memory. <laughs> and Slytherin's going, can we have an extensive <laughs> series of tunnels sort of wide enough to fit a giant people-killing snake? Where do you fall on the, uh, on the scone-scone debate? Scone, obviously. Oh, I love scone. So, what have you got to lose? Give us a try. Nothing to lose but your sweet, precious time. Yeah, that's true. So, we are back for How I Met Your Mother, and I am uh, handing it over to Kathleen because she likes this episode, and I don't particularly, and I especially hate blah blah. Which, obviously, you're supposed to. Right. But let's let's talk about it. The other, I mean, okay, first, we're really going to get into the hot crazy scale, and second, I, as a woman, uh, find it incredibly degrading to call anybody crazy. However, I've also recognized in myself, and especially in others, crazy behavior. Yes. Um, and it, it, you know, there, there absolutely is a thing, but you can't just blanket statement, oh, we didn't get along, so she was crazy. Amen. So, that's where I live, um, in Planet Real World. <laughs> But also, I've had some crazy moments. I, you know, shit happens when you party naked or drink too much whiskey. But what or I'm saying is... when a guy is, does things that make you want to be... When they make you want to be crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, what she's you, crazy. Why are you like this? No, you, bro. <laughs> so, we're going to put all that off to the side of the table. And if anybody wants more of my opinion, I will happily give it to you. But, um, the hot crazy scale actually is a thing. And, Absolutely. um fairly recently somebody that we know had a very in-depth hot crazy experience um it's not really my story to tell you know it is what it is but oh like in real life yeah but the person also reached out to me to share the crazy um so okay at that point i was like oh hey she's crazy (laughs) and he was like yeah yeah I know. I've already got a restraining order. Oh. So there is some reality to this, and they really play it up with this character. So, um, real quick. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a very good um, continuation of last episode where they were talking about setting people up, and it was, oh, she's this, this, and this, but, but. this. And one of the ones Lily set Ted up with was... Um, it, she's beautiful, beautiful, but her last boyfriend had to get a restraining yeah. order and his something was missing. And he, we come back and Ted goes, I still think she killed my turtle. Yeah. That is a definition Hot of... crazy. And Ted and, is going and to and deal with kind this of mention way later week. in the series of a woman who is... Actually crazy. Bonkers. The blonde but he, girl, right? What's her name? Like Jill or some bullshit? 
No. Um, but she like sh- sets his apartment on fire and throws things out the window. Yes. So and and this is the, okay. So where this kind of comes from too is <coughs> the late eighties, early nineties movie um, Fatal Attraction, oh, where yeah. Glenn Close boils the bunny of Michael Douglas's daughter after they have a very torrid affair. Yeah. And she's not... She's not a very with uh, it. Um, human. The thing is, is that she's like a really successful professional woman. She's like an editor at a big time publishing company. Ugh. My dream job. I mean, just an editor, period. And then he starts this thing and then finds out that on the emotional side, she, she is, is not wrecked. okay. Anyway, so this is the whole, like, I think Barney's illusion on the hot crazy scale is that you don't want to get to the point where she boils your bunny. Right. Right. Which, I'm sorry to say, I feel like my mom has made that joke about some people when she heard about, like, bad relationships. It was that whole, like, he got out before she, and there's the the fatal attraction Well, you know, yeah, but, but then also, like, dudes can be crazy, too. Ooh, amen. Dudes can be crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. But yeah, so, anyway, Ted's, you know... Back in spring of whatever, uh, 2007? Yeah. Yeah. 27. <laughs> no. Uh, I was dating this girl named, oh crap, I actually don't remember her name. So let's just call her Blah Blah. Which yeah. that's just, I mean, although. Just call her, like, make up a name or something. And well, we do find out her name at the very end of the series. Um, and I think it's Carol. But oh, I don't, don't I do quote not me. remember. Um. But, um, he, he can't remember her name, and while that totally sucks, been there. It's true. So she walks in, and she's like, he's like, here's Baba, and she's like, call me Blah. Yeah. And so, like, it's, 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 it's cute, and through really the whole funny. series, through the whole episode, they just kind of say Blah. Um, and then... Yawning? Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) She goes on to tell this wild story about how she went to this cooking class and their eyes locked across the room because everybody was paired up and she needed a partner and lo and behold, Ted was there by himself too and just over the top. It's French fusion, which is like when you go, so this happens later where um, Joey's trying to lie and Phoebe's like, less detail. You just got to say, oh, I forgot about something something yeah because then he'll be like and then a raccoon <laughs> yeah and not that it, we're saying you should lie but here's the thing when you go into too much less detail is more. less is more yep you and have then, to remember all the things that you lie about too oh yeah so. absolutely and so but ted had already told the gang we met online but don't bring it up he wants it's still it, there's no more ta- it's, there's no stigma there's no stigma well that's what people say when there is a stigma um and you met your significant other online online and there is ways to do that that are not inviting the crazy right yeah like you screen them yeah you talk to them for a long time before you meet them in person and even then you meet in a public place in the daytime with maybe with other people around and you don't give out your cell phone number correct correct madam i know how to do this um so yeah so he's like yeah we met online but she didn't she's you know embarrassed by that so like just don't bring it up and um, that is when Barney, uh, says no, that there is still a stigma and she's doing that because she's like on, on the hot, hot crazy. crazy scale. Yeah. And then Robin asks, what is this? So, and so he air draws it. Oh, he air draws this little diagram. So what you would plot an XY point when you have yeah, those yeah. T- 
calculators in school. So hot is the... Um, Down. Yes, the vertical. And crazy, crazy is the is horizontal. horizontal. So he draws, you know, if, if she's this hot, she mm, can only be, be this, this crazy. crazy. If she's this crazy, she must be this hot. Yeah. And then he's like, and he draws the diagonal and he's like, but you, you want to keep her above. On this side of the diagonal, mm-hmm. which is the Vicky Mendoza line. The Vicky Mendoza diagonal. Yeah, yeah. He's like, she would get fake. She got implants and then, like, ran me in over with a car or something. Well, like, and it was... she's like, he, no, she shaved her head, but then she got implants. That's what yeah. it was. Hey, a shaved head can look nice. I uh, mean, I don't. I mean, it's, we're just talking Sinead O'Connor here. Amen. Um, not, I have some. Not Britney Spears, uh-uh. which, by the way, oh, honey. huge reference to Britney Spears because she did go crazy and shave her head. That's true. But you know what? She's okay. Um, She's okay now. So when they finally meet, blah, blah, Barney keeps interjecting with, Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. That you guys met that way. That's so crazy. Yeah. And Ted's giving him like the evil eye. Yeah. And he's like, well, Marshall, tell us how you and Lily met. And Marshall's like, but everyone's going to end with going, aw. And And so I called it their meet cute. Oh, it totally is. Okay. So basically they meet as freshmen in college. Because Lily needed help setting up her stereo. And and she she just was drawn to the... To Hewitt 110. His dorm room. And so then they get, you know, get done and everyone goes, aw. And Marshall's like, see, I told you. And Blah Blah goes, oh, well, when Ted and I, you know, got done with when our we, cooking class. When our hands touched for the first time, I just knew that he was going to take me up on the roof and give me a rose, which he did. And everyone's like, huh? And she goes, say ah, And they're like, aw. <laughs> and so I think she goes, does she go, oh, does she go to get like a drink and he, yeah, Barney he, gives him a look and she's like, it's, she's not crazy unless you mean crazy generous for buying us drinks. Yeah. And Barney's just like, mm-hmm. Like he doesn't even have to say anything. No. He's just like, dude, and she then, cray. And then she, um, she, she thinks, oh, oh, I wrote well, the wrong. you did. Um, oh, <laughs> how did you and Barney meet? She says that to Robin. And, and, and Robin says. As, no. No, 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 no. But this no, is very similar to no, the number no. of no's about Ted's not really proposal proposal. No, that wasn't numbered. I counted, remember? I No, went back. because it's the same episode that, um, it's not the same episode. Richard was like, I would have kids if, with you. Oh, that's right. And Monica if I had goes, to, if you hadn't just said, said 16 or 17, 17 toes. So, so, Robin's no's were not counted. Like no, we, Barney says 16, really, 16 no's? This time. Okay. Not with the proposal. Oh, that's that right. That was Sorry. just us mixing ourselves up. Okay, you're right. So, Thank you. Sorry. But yes, this time she did say 16 no's. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. no and so, no, yeah, Barney's no. like 16 but no's. But this also circles back to um, when Ross says I'm fine, uh, one less would have been... Oh, oh, when when it's Lily or somebody, yeah, yeah. Lily Lily goes. It's I'm gonna see Marshall's parents. It's it'll be great. No, it'll be great. And Robin's like, you really don't want to go, do you? No, it'll be fine. Like yeah. And she was like, one less adjective yeah, like that would have been enough. And you would and I and I would have believed you. Right. So anyway, so that but because and of course we know that Barney and Ted. Nope, Barney and Robin get together. So she's like protesting, but. I think she's protesting in that way that we all did when we were 16. Oh, we protest too much because we 
We're embarrassed that yeah. someone called us out. Ooh, yeah. good job. So that's um, what I think about it. So and then, like, basically, blah blah is jealous. Like she doesn't right. like Robin. Like no, no, she, she's like, oh, so you're pretty and single and friends with Ted. Oh, great. That's yeah, just that's, wonderful. That's just great. And so then Ted tells the story of meeting Marshall. Um, so Marshall is in his dorm room and he's um been eating a sandwich. Yeah. And when then someone runs by the door and says, put your sandwich out, the dean is coming. I heard the dean is on the floor. Yes. And so he does and he like sprays this room spray and then Ted walks in with these horribly pretentious spectacles, gold rimmed, round. are douchey. And at first you actually can't tell and you see it later, but they look like they don't even have glass in them. They don't. They just look like, which people are doing again and it drives me crazy. They're wearing super like, not emo, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, like metro or whatever glasses, but there's no uh-uh. actual glass uh-huh. or they're just plastic. Do you know the word I'm thinking of? Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway. So, um, he totally thinks that Ted is the Dean and then thinks it's super unfair that he has to live with the that dean. That he's going to be his roommate. Right, which makes no sense, even if you're high. And so then he later sees uh, Ted eating a sandwich, a very, very big sandwich. Very big sandwich. And he's like, you're not the dean. And he's like... No. He's like, no. And, so, and they just start laughing. Well, because he, when he when Ted first came in, he was like, oh, hi, sir. And Ted was like, well, hi, you just call Only me Ted. Ted. And he's like, okay, Dean Ted. And then... So uh, then they so cut back. The sandwich thing comes up throughout the series and that's what that was Kata's uh, mm. input for this one. Yes. She's like, I love sandwiches. that that storyline keeps coming back. Oh, yeah. And so Robin goes, Don't ah, bleed ca- on my... I didn't. It's this finger. Okay. Um, Robin goes, ah, college. And Blah Blah goes, is that because I didn't go, Robin? Or Ted, you, Ted told you I didn't go, didn't to, go college, to college and, and that's a backhanded slap compliment? And Robin's just like, no. And Literally. I mean, here's the thing. Robin is kind of a badass. Like, she's usually, yeah. like, enough of a bitch to, like, not yeah. take this. And she just sits there and takes it. And I'm like, where is Robin? Where well, is the I think Robin she's that just I know so and love? shocked that this person is I mean, I, yeah. batshit crazy. Batshit crazy. And so um, she's like, well, while you were getting a degree in being beautiful, I was making handbags. And she's Have like, you ever sold anything in Japan? And she's like, well, can I get them here? And she's like, no, Robin, but thank Thanks you for, for pointing, pointing that out. out. And I'm I don't just have like, a storefront. <sighs> no, she is like. Like, even at this point, this, I'd be like, nope. I'd be like, I need to go to the bathroom and then just leave. Just yeah, leave. Like, if I was Ted, I would nope the fuck out of there and leave her with my friend. <laughs> I would hope that the friends one by one would leave no, they, him there. Like, hello. And so um, Barney's like, uh, so, oh no, so Blah Blah gets up and leaves. Ted gets up and leaves. And then Barney's like, have I ever told the story of how I met or something? And so they're talking about how he met Ted. And it's in the bathroom, which we already knew at the no, urinal. No, they came back because um, Ted was like, oh, Barney, tell her how oh, we right. met. Oh, that's right. Sorry. There's so many... Okay, so this... Almost the entire... Like, I mean, it does. The main core of this, of them being at the bar, happens, happens at the table. But, like, there's ten different times that people leave and come back from the table. So this is one of the things, like we've said before, that How I Met Your Mother does so well mm-hmm. of, you know, like, flashbacks, flash forwards... Um, but, but then so much stuff happens in like one one place and then people, and so like, I get confused. (laughs) Perhaps I've had too many sandwiches recently. Oh, I thought 
I was always confused. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) I mean, always. Um, So, yeah. So, Barney had met Ted in the 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 bathroom at at McLaren's. Um, My note for this was that Ted's goatee is terrible. Oh, it definitely is. It's awful. And he's still wearing pretentious glasses. Wait, wasn't he? Um, either way, oh, his goatee Barney is just like starts the, the, going off on this. Oh, yeah, this. it's terrible. Oh, I've got so, my deaf brother. Well, yeah, well, he tells no. him this big, long story, and Ted's like, sorry to hear that. And Barney's like, that worked on you? Sweet. You know, hey, Ted, I'm going to help you live. Like, I'm going to help you get more chicks. And so he sits down next to Barney outside in the bar at a, at a table. Well, no, no. While this is happening, he's like, all right, uh, then what... If that worked on you, then it's definitely going to work on the blonde at the bar. And also, for rule number... Oh, no. They sit down, and he's uh-huh. like, all right, here are, the, here are the rules. Dish the goatee. Rule number one, dish the goatee. It doesn't go with your suit. Well, I don't have a suit. Rule number two, get a suit. Rule number three was something. Don't get married before you're 30. Don't get married before you're 30. Check that one off. Right. Um, <laughs> and then... Well, Ted, too, I mean. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, rule number four... Don't speak for the next five minutes. Yes. And so this girl named Audrey comes over and um, Barney pretends that Ted is his deaf brother, Edward. And the girl says, well, I know some sign. And Barney's like, oh, but oh, he, he's, 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 a, he's ashamed of his hands. He's ashamed of his hands. They're, I think he says something like they're girly or anyway. Small and Yeah. And so um, the Audrey signs like, nice to meet you. My whatever. name is Audrey. My name is Audrey. And you see... Um, Ted Ted signed back and Barney's like, you, you got over your, your fear Fear. or whatever. And the, the caption at the bottom that we see is, hi, my name is Edward. This is my brother. Would you please give him him, your number? And he hands a pen. And so Audrey writes down this number and and then then she leaves. Flashback to present day. And Barney goes, even though she gave me a fake number, that was when I knew. And Ted goes, I have to tell you the truth. And you flash back again. And the real caption is, he's he's lying lying to you. you. I'm not deaf. Give Give him him a a fake fake number. number. And then hands the pen. And Barney's like, how could you? Yeah. He's so very upset. And so then Barney starts joking about how meeting people online is, like, the worst. And he just keeps saying the word online until Baba is like, you, you told, told them. them. And so then um, he's like, it's not like you can still meet people across the room where your eyes just meet and you know. And so then he tells the story and of no, Ted he, and Robin. He, no, so Barney... Barney's like digging at her saying that that's fake and then he goes oh wait except for the time that you met that's Robin. Right. That's right and so then Robin is super uncomfortable and blah blah freaks out on Ted and they go to the bar and so then Barney looks at the camera as if like the you know the fourth wall and goes let's recap and he draws his scale again she started out here but as the night has progressed she hasn't gotten any hotter but she's definitely gotten crazier and now she's in the Shelley Gillespie zone and he's like she hit me with a brick and no, she gained 20 pounds and hit, tried to kill me with a brick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Barney. Um, so over at the bar, Ted says that he needs to tell Bobo the truth about Lily and Marshall's meet cute. And that is... That she remembered the room number because she made out with Ted the night before at the freshman fling or whatever they Yeah, it's like it. freshman orientation, they're drinking, and so... Um, he says, like, they, they shared some wine and he kisses her. So she was actually he looking also for... also cut the wine with, with cranberry, cranberry juice. juice. It's a Pinot Noir from Europe. And he, like, 
pops the pee. Oh, man. So, um, Blah Blah says, well, you have to tell Marshall. Or I will. Or I will. And you just see him look at her eyes and he goes, oh, no. And I don't think we've... We haven't. Oh, no, we've done Crazy Eyes because that was Chloe from the coffee shop before Lily and Marshall get back together. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So then, in my head, even though they don't show it, he's He's suddenly seen the Crazy Eyes and into her soul. And it's like, you know, being... Okay, sorry. That was fun. Um... So, uh, Blah Blah asks Ted um, how he met Lily, and Lily says that, you know, she came to their room with Marshall after Marshall had helped her with her stereo. And this is after the freshman orientation party where he made out with someone. Right. And so Ted's crying into the phone telling his girlfriend Karen that, you know, he misses her and he didn't mean to do this and he's going to send her an electronic mail too. And he's, and Marshall's like, meet Lily. And Ted just goes, no, I can't. And like run, I have a girlfriend. And, like, freaks out, and you're just kind of like, what? Yep. And so, Blah Blah's like, that's not the story. And so, they're like, Lily, we need to talk to you over here. So, Lily, like, doesn't know what Ted's talking about. And he's like, no, we kissed. And she's like, no, I'm pretty sure I kissed a different guy. I called him too much tongue guy. And you kissed a different girl. And, yeah. And Ted's like, no, I swear. And Lily's like, oh, no. Like, I mean. Did, did this she really happen? She is like, well, you know, yeah, now I question my meat cute. Um, so then Barney, okay, so while they're over at the bar, this is the moment. Barney's talking to just Robin and Marshall, but uh-huh. he says, can, you know, have I ever told you how I met Marshall? So it was like back in 2001 again with Ted and Barney says, um, you have only been with one girl and you can't do that and I'm going to get you a new girl. You need some strange. I, I'm your Yoda, but I'm your bro. Yeah. So I'm, I'm your, your broda. broda. Which... We later find out that Barney is such a huge Star Wars fan. Oh, true. So. And so. Um, this hot girl walks into the bar. Well, no, but he, he goes, just remember to use the force. And Head goes, use force? That doesn't seem like a good idea, yeah, bro. Right. And he's <laughs> right. like, no, no the, the force. force. Oh, should we, we should make Star Wars references to girls? Here's what I'm going to tell you. As a, as a woman who is of the age of seeing most of the first ones like with older cousins and the the lighter ones whatever i hate star wars and if you say star wars to me on a date it's done yeah sorry i'm out nope bro i'm out bro okay so so then barney points at this hot redhead at the bar well we don't know she's redhead he we don't see her yet yeah he's like here's this hot girl there's a hot girl at the bar you gotta go talk to her you that's that's who you're gonna go and ted and marshall turn around and, and Marshall's like, oh, yeah, I could probably do that. And I think they say something about, like, is, he, is she hot oh, yeah. your girlfriend? And he's like, oh, oh yeah. no competition. Oh, yeah. And so he walks over there, and Barney's sitting next to Ted, and he's just like, there's no way he's going to do it. He's just, the kid's got no game. And, and all so he does is kiss her. Like, he just, like, is- grabs her and kisses her. And so. And Barney goes. That man is a god. And so Marshall tells Robin that for like a week after, he followed him around asking him for tips and he even did his laundry once. And Barney goes, I thought I was like a Mr. Miyagi thing, which is the first Karate Kid reference as far as I can remember. And so then Lily walks over and says like, I need to, Marshall, I need to talk to you in private. And blah, 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 just blurts out. Doesn't even wait. No. Marshall, no, yeah, she, no, I'm saying, no, she doesn't wait. I'm right. agreeing with you. Yes, she, and she's just like, Lily and Ted made out. And I was waiting for somebody to go, when? Yeah. You're like, right what now? What are you talking about? And so Marshall's like, no, I'm pretty, I'm sure, pretty sure that 
Ted, you made out with Alexa Leskies, and Lily, you made out, and I'm forgetting the name of the dude, with this other guy, and they're like, are you sure? And he's like, well, if not, I peed in the wrong guy's shampoo. And so then we see a flashback to the actual freshman orientation, and the person that Ted did make out with had Had short black black hair, hair. like in a bob. Uh Not quite as short as Lily's, but like short enough and similar enough that you'd be like, if you saw them, you'd be like, same girl, whatever. And, and same so, with the dude that Lily's making out with. Right. And so Blah Blah's like, I don't believe it. Ted, do you? And so Ted's just talking to her um, and not everybody, but he's like, well, if that's what they say, then, then it, you know, like, must it must be true. It. And must have kissed another girl. And she's like, another girl? God, Ted. She's like, that's it. She's like, the next time that you're on World of Warcraft, don't talk to me. And she storms out. And everyone's like, World of Warcraft? That's That's how you met online? Yeah. And he's like, what? And so we see this flash of the screen in the game, and it's like a big hulking dude and then like a a woman. And I don't know if any of you else play these games, but the women are always like scantily clad, very hippie, nice boobs. Like, it's so unrealistic. Turns out that's Ted's character is the girl, and that's Mm. how they met. So here's what's really funny. My ex-boyfriend, Mike always played either World of Warcraft or Guild Wars and I hated both of these games and he would play them for hours and he always had his character be a girl. He's like, well, it's something to look at. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like hours of playing this game. You could look at that all you want, but I'm over here. You could touch it. Right? Touch it. So then we, um, we see older Ted and he still thinks that it was Lily. He's just not going to like ever say anything he says but until our 20th college reunion so he sits down next to alexa leskies and she's like it's been a long time since we were in this room together and he's like what and she's like we made out and he's like uh no and she's like yeah we did and so then he he's like yeah we did and so he runs over to lily he's like we never made made out out. and And she's she's like like, i "I know." know And he's like, so I'm not too much tongue guy. And Alaska Leskis goes, well, actually. actually. And he's like, no. And then Marshall scores them a sandwich. And they go, like, sit yeah, in a corner. He confiscated it from some kids. And they get super high. And Lily goes, man, sandwiches are stronger than they used to be. And Marshall says, can some we grow thing. some behind the garage? Yeah, she's like, no, man, we're 42. And Which, by the way, there's no, they are... Not looking good for 42? Right. Like, they look like they're in their 60s. That's true. Marshall without any hair is not well, great. Well, and it's just like that old lady haircut. I just... None of it was Lily good. doesn't need that. But, but then, then Mar- Ted, Ted goes, goes, where's my <laughs> wife? <laughs> and, of course, we don't know who he's talking about. Um, so, real quick, let's do our friend of the day. Do you have one off the top of your head? Um, it might be Barney. Oh, for either... For doing the thing of where, like, he makes them tell stories that get them in trouble almost, or? No, because he outed Ted and Robin and that got rid of the crazy girl. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he did. He does it Ted so solid. well, right? And he does it. And you, like, you want to be mad at him, but you can't. Because it's like, well, that's what's best for everybody. Like, stop being this yeah. way. Yeah. Um, let's see. I can't really think of anybody else from How I Met Your Mother for it. And so I want to think of someone from Friends. Okay. And um, I don't know. It's such a, like, weird episode. 
I mean, I guess Phoebe, again, for, like, trying so hard with her brother. Okay. You know, just because, like, she doesn't really give up. And in the... Well, and we didn't even talk about this. In in that last scene in the um, massage place, he's like, and then I went and ruined the weekend by... Um, you know, making your friend mad at, or making you mad at me. And she's like, well, I wasn't like hopping mad. And he's like, you did, you did hop, hop a little. little. And he's, and she goes, this is my favorite part right now. And he's like, what? And she's like, well, this, like us talking. And, and cause he says that he's like, I want to be able to talk to you. Like you're my sister. You can help me with mm-hmm. things and you can, and you just see her and like, she puts her hand on her heart and yeah, she's just kind of like, her. you know, goose, goosebumps or whatever. And I just think it's so sweet that she like, didn't give up and be like, you should just go home and like, this is we lame. Shame. We're, we're not, yeah, gonna... like, we're not gonna get along. I mean, she's just so, um, like pure of heart, I guess, mm-hmm. still in this moment. So, yes, I'm gonna give it to Phoebe. I don't think that there's anybody else in either episode that really was like terrible and therefore like couldn't be, you know, wasn't a good friend in that sense. I just think it's such a funny, like, ensemble yeah. storyline from. Um, both episodes. I agree. Um, I agree. So real quick, let's um, let's talk about Patreon. So if you're not already a Patreon member, we just want to remind you that for as little as $3 a month, you can get Patreon perks. And that first um, level is you get episodes a day early. So that's on Wednesday. So our current um, Patreons on, or patrons, excuse me, on that level, I do apologize that... Um, You did not get your episode on Wednesday until super late, but what I'm going to remind everyone is that I was still reeling from the dog. Yeah, and Julie does that computery stuff, so. I do. Um, So, and then any photo, any bonus photos and content that we decide we want to give for that level. So that's the suit up level, and then the next one is the seven, and that's an episode a day early, your entire email when you write in, and then um, any bonus episodes, including trivia and movie reviews and videos, including when we cook from the Friends Cookbook. And we're about to get, uh, we're about to do one of our next movie reviews yep. within the next like week or so. So you would need to be on that seven level. And it's a good one. It's, it's going to be. Rush in. Yes. We're going to do Fools Rush In with um, Matthew Perry and Selma Hayek. And I love that movie so much. Yep. Um, so that is just $7 a month. So if you think about that, that's like less than two Starbucks runs. So, I mean, really, it's probably only like one Starbucks run if you get a bougie coffee like the guy did uh, in our episode today. Yeah. So um, we just want to remind everyone that this is the best way to help us um, repay the microphone that we just got, but also help us buy more fun stuff like stickers, um you know, board games and play trivia and then, um, Oh, there is going to be something real fun coming up on Patreon because we are going to play Cards Against Humanity, but with the friends and the How I Met Your Mother packs. Yeah. We got, we got the one with all the friends or yeah, the one with all the cards, friends edition and the box against Himium edition. So those just came in the mail and I'm very excited to check those out. We're going to, you know, get some people over. Um, and then we've got a couple other fun 
bonus things um, just in the works. And the other thing is we've decided that all of our episodes on Patreon will have no ads in them. Right. So this is one of our thank yous to you. Um, so when you hear that, you know, let's go on a break, you won't hear um, a crossover ad or anything like that. You're just going to hear back from lovely us. Um, immediately. Immediately. So we just think that that's a really great way to um, show that we care about our patrons. And then our levels go up from there. So just make sure and check out patreon.com slash howimetyourfriendspod. And if you're not able to do a monthly and you just really want to like donate a $10 one time, um, please feel free to do that. And then I will still send you like stickers and some fun mm -hmm. bonus stuff because anything that you can donate to our pod helps us keep um, the pod going. So do you have any fun um, reviews and thoughts from our listeners? We've already been over that, but I have something that I wanted to talk about last week, but I couldn't remember like what made me think of it. So um, my grandma, who everybody knows and loves, is super fun and kind of just really off the wall. Mm -hmm. One time she was telling me about this movie, um, about a lady who trains her husband with a dog training book. And I was like, please tell me more about this. And so she did. She said, you know, it's a new couple and they, um have a you know differences and she was training her husband to be a good partner by using like oh when he does something good reward him like a dog training book Aww. and so I was like okay wait what's the name of that and what tell me more about it it's called if a man answers and that's the whole premise okay new couple this that and the other and I was like okay but how did I get that from our episodes last week well because the girls were training Chandler on how to respond to Janice yes. oh yeah so that was uh that was my thing and then apparently when I, when I googled um how to train your husband movie there's like a new 2016 ish version oh that might so, be fun to watch and just talk about because I want to do both of them okay I think that would be fun yeah um yeah how to train your husband it that's not what it's called um apparently there's also a book called how to train your husband I'm sure so anyway how to pick your second husband first it's called well, something else in America though that's funny yeah that's a funny title too or how to train your husband or how to pick your second husband first. I don't understand that, but whatever. And it's a girl and she's got a picture of a dog. Um, the one from the 60s or 50s or whatever is with Sandra D. Oh, so, that's cute. Yeah. I love those movies. Anyway. That's, okay. Well, that's fun. That, that was something some that I had to remember from last bonus, week. Bonus, like, funny things. Yeah. Um... Well, I think that's all for us uh, for this episode. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Um, Twitter is H-I-M-Y Friends Pod. Facebook and Instagram spelled out How I Met Your Friends Pod. And then email How I Met Your Friends Pod at gmail.com. Um, please rate and review us on iTunes or any podcast app that you use. And don't forget to subscribe to us on your podcast app so that you make sure and get our um, episodes as soon as they get up. So um, unless you have nope, anything else, it. dear, I think that that is it for episode five of season three. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next week, bye. Bye.